Let us say hello to Energized Cho, who I Oh, uh, the lads. You know these guys? Oh my god, do I know these lads. They have a great podcast. They come from Ireland. They speak to all the upcoming prospects in Irish MMA. Oh. These lads are right. the shit. I love them. Okay, right. let's see what they got. Energize show up the Irish. Okay, what's going on, guys? And welcome to a brand new episode of Energized. Ross, introduce the guest, man. Today, we have the undefeated phenom. The youngest man on the UFC roster. The Punisher, Mohamed Mikhaev. Mohamed, how are you? Um, I'm good. I'm fine. Uh, everything is going well. Training, home, just as usual. I love it, Mohamed. I love it. Mohamed, obviously you're over in Abu Dhabi at the moment at the IMAFs. What is it like to be at the IMAFs as a spectator or as a coach as opposed to actually competing at it? Uh, to be honest, um, I really, really want to compete here, you know. It's like <laughs> amazing, uh, the, especially the camera, you know, like I, I look the camera crew today, it's like, it's, it's like UFC level, you know, and uh, like uh, good, good competitive, uh, good challenges, like stronger challenges. Every year there's stronger and stronger challenges. So I really want to like challenge myself again. But uh, now I'm on different level, like I'm professional and uh, I have to follow this, but this looks amazing, you know. Yeah, it does. Um, Mohammed, obviously, IMAFs was a massive part of your amateur career. How important was IMAF to your career, and how much did it help you improve? I think you've won four IMAF competitions, which is more than anyone has ever won. Yeah. Uh, you know, now I go to, like, for example, uh, professional events. Now I don't feel like anything, any pressure. You know, like, I know today's media day. Today's, like, in my in my head, I, I worked out times. I work out, for example, different country, different times. I've been, like, fighting in Australia, fighting in Bahrain, like, uh, in Europe, you know, so, like, in Italy. So I've been all over the world so with IMOFs. So now, if you, for example, if you see give me fight in Australia, I know how to deal with it. Like, that's like smallest example. Never mind like different hotels and you know many guys I see at IMOFs now that never competed. Um, what I see, for example, they really like guys nervous and uh, first time, especially especially like I look at some England team, like for example, like some of the guys. Never mind um, competing international MMA. They never competed in any other sports, you know. So how how the guys and some guys want to go to professional is you can't be really good, but you're gonna burn out by seeing everything, like seeing other teams. Like some people get afraid of this. Some people some people get motivated by this. But um, I, I think like traveling a lot helps mentally. I think. And for you over there, are you a bit of a celebrity over there? Are people stopping you, asking to get photos <laughs> with you? You know, did, did you bring the medals with you? No, no, I'm not handing bro. <laughs> <laughs> we bring the medals. <laughs> if I won four gold medals, I'd never stop wearing them. <laughs> if if you felt maybe different, but uh, for now, for now, of course, a lot of younger generation. I aspire a lot of younger generation, and I really. I like this and you know to be honest like I see many guys coming up to me and um, this make me even more calm down because I know um, now every step what I do is is people follow so I don't want to be bad example for the especially like younger guys 
So now, like in UFC, the even more people gonna tune and watch me uh, to gonna watch me. So I have to really like stay stay awake, you know. Yeah, yeah. how is, how important is it to build up uh, like a big reputation in the amateur scene and then use that leverage going into the into the professional scene? So I'm I'm signed with UFC like five, you know, right? I could have signed like even two, you know. You know, I could be in UFC with like even without professional record if I want to. I, I I've been offered, you know. So, so the the thing is, I saved the um, saved all my health, crazy weight cuts, uh, and I built my name in IMAs without big weight cuts and without fighting in organizations where people don't get uh, doping tests. You know, here in IMAs, people get tested. Some some people get banned. You know, so I like this. I saved my health. And, uh, and and I built my name same time instead yeah. of doing 15 and all maybe against somebody not good like uh, like just build up the record by fighting nobody or fighting dangerous guys and then when your time come to UFC you, your health is not ready you know you're, you're already done yeah it sounds like Russ, you really thought about it yeah Russ we, we, like in the build up to the IMAS just now Mohammed, we had um, we had a few petite players uh, we had a few fighters from the Irish team, so like shout out to the Irish team. But also, you were actually one of your coaches is Irish as well, uh, John Boy. Uh, John Boy, uh, shout out to John Boy as well. He actually sent us out these masks, John Boy masks as well, beautiful masks. Like uh, John, uh, Mohammed, how did you get in contact with John Boy, and uh, how important is he to your career right now? Yeah, so I, I was over in Tiger Muay We training together, like PT Young. He coaches like um, uh, many guys, and um, he he doesn't like pick up every fighter. You know, he he he, he sees who is real, who is real deal. You know, so but uh, yeah. working with them. But if he takes you on board, he will look after you. You know, he's like he's always staying in touch. Always like he's gonna corner me in UFC London also, and um, he's gonna be uh, in in the corner. So he's gonna come over to Bahrain like in a couple of weeks. Uh, and uh, you know he's he's a great guy, he's, he's, especially like you know like this is a good example you know like Ireland and Dagestan there's something going on but this is great example to show that there's nothing, uh, there's nothing uh, personal you know. Yeah. No, absolutely. I I think it's very easy to you know take one iconic MMA rivalry and say those countries don't like each other, but I think you know. Irish people are very welcoming, as are Dagestani people. Um, I think we even saw, I saw a video last week of Khabib's dad was inviting um, Connor over to Dagestan, uh, obviously before he passed. So, uh, you know, that I feel like that relationship isn't broken uh, just yet. And look, you and John Boy are going to have a very successful career together. Um, the best thing with the best. And also, um, I find it very interesting. Like, like you'll be in a different weight class to Piotr Jan, so you won't have he won't have that uh, ever that issue of uh, having the two of you fight each other. One last thing I wanted to touch on the IMAFs. Did you get to see anyone from Ireland compete today? Uh, from Ireland, um, not really, not really. I, I didn't. I'm gonna watch tomorrow. Is like, I mean, I, I watch like a couple of guys. Uh, the, today is my friend uh, Murad Gusena won. If you seen uh, by choke, maybe like. Mm. In, in 10 seconds, I think, in first oh, wow. against Sweden. If you've seen it, I, I think I'm off posted it. But uh, I had four, I had four cages up on my screen at the one time trying to follow them all. 
Yeah, so I, I watched I, I watch from like a Bahraini Bahraini team fought as well. Um, also, I watched Ryu Yamaguchi, Japanese guy, my ex opponent. There's a two two my ex opponents won today. One from Finland, and he, they both fighting at 65 kilograms. So I watch watch these guys, and then I went uh, back to hotel to train. Well, if there is one person from Ireland to look out for, I think you should look out for the name Max Lally. He won um, gold medal at the Cadets. Now he's on juniors, and he won today by second round rear naked choke, but he totally dominated the guy. He's on the IMAF Instagram feed, so look out for him. He looks really good. He's building up a massive reputation on the amateur scene like you did yourself. He's only 18 years old. Nice, nice. I will will look... I will look out. Of course, Ireland always has like a good grappling and stuff. So, if guy if guys stay sticking ahead without parting, you're gonna go far, you know. <laughs> yeah. Mohammed, also like you're like you're a serial winner, and we are we are asked by the UFC to have on like the next guys that are gonna cause a massive wave in the UFC. And myself and Ross sat down, and we said Mohammed is the guy to get on. Like you're obviously you've won four goals in the IMAPs. What can you say to the people tuning in now that are competing, looking to win gold this week? At the IMAX, what can you say to them to to let them know what they need to do to really push it to the next level and become a champion? I think you have to stay like mentally, like re- really. No, this is your chance. This is something once a year, right? This is once a year. You do this, and then you you have like two months, one month maybe off. You know, just get this in mind. But now you have to just put all the energy. You know. It's uh, for for me. It was hard for me. It was for me. It was hard too. You know, every day I used to wake up and um, I I was like broken in the pieces every morning, and I was getting up slowly, like stretch slow, go to like cold shower, start waking up. It was it was really hard for me, but um, it's it's th- that's why that's why you know when you get this title, that's why people should respect this. This is not easy. This even the guy who even they lose. Doesn't matter. It's like a, a, a big experience. It's huge experience, to be honest. It's bigger experience than having maybe six fights in like local UK shows. I'm 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 serious about this. I'm serious. Just even like maybe have two fight, but if you lose or win, don't matter. It's tougher than fighting six guys in in UK scene. Just like guys who's like who sometimes train, sometimes don't train. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, to win, I think. I think is uh, um, try to not get injured. Also, smart fight. Not yeah, I I definitely agree with that. Um, one thing I would say, Mohammed, do you think IMAF is actually harder because you don't know who you're fighting next until you show up here, as opposed to if you're fighting on the uh, local regional scene, you know who you're fighting and you can actually prepare for them. Whether well, some people obviously deep dive into their opponent's study and, you know, decide how they're going to, you know, come up against their game plan. But here, all you can do is present the best version of yourself to win. I would say every country, every different style, right? In UK, like, I can fight now every day, basically. Every day. I know, for example, UK style, what, what their style is. Everybody, like, I, I, I would just take everybody down, you know? If I fight some somebody from Russia, I would strike with them, you know? I would strike with them, use my something that UK taught me, you know, really good. But, uh, you know, every country is different. And that's why you have to travel a lot, fight, compete with different people. You know, like Russian style, for example, I, I'm, I'm saying this because I train with many Russian guys, you know. They're more like 
hold down tight, strong, very good, uh, like a uh, pressure. But for example, UK style is more moving positions, like changing positions, ground upon moving, easy to escape, even if you're on ground on the ground. But if Russian guy take you down, it's dangerous, you know. So um, I, I would say every country is different. That's why you don't know who you're facing. Yeah, it's amazing how it's amazing how um, experienced you are at such a young age, Mohammed. As well, it's it, like it, we literally we we were watching you on Brave. Like obviously you fought against uh, Glenn McVeigh and you fought against Blaine O'Driscoll, and then once you signed the contract with UFC, we were like, "This is he's ready to rock already." Yeah, I do think when you sign for the UFC, and quite similarly to when Jake Hadley also signed for the UFC, obviously you're not in the top fifteen yet, but like you're actually, in my opinion, skill wise, you're right up there already. I I look at people like yourselves and be like, with the flyweight division. I feel like you could fight anyone in that top five and you'd be right at home in there. And, you know, you've been absolutely flawless in your career so far. How, how do you feel? Do you feel like you'll be a fast ascent to the title in the UFC or are you going to take your time with opponents? I believe, I believe. Listen, you know, like um, to, to make a history, you, make, you have to make a risk. Risk is like people say, you're young, don't take fight against, for example, my next, next opponent is 30 years old. Don't take fight against older guys. I've been training with all the guys since I'm 15, you know. So, my Blaine O'Driscoll is 29 years old. So, I, I, I don't see this uh, difference, you know, 29 years old. Like, I remember I competed in Oceanic uh, Senior IMF Championships. And um, and um, a big guy, like, 28 years old, you know. He's actually fighting in IMFs now. He he came, like, second in the World Cup. So, he's, he's a tough guy as well. So, I, I think... I think I make fast finish in this fight in UFC London, and then UFC will push me for the for the top fifteen. And I believe like top fifteen, nothing skill wise, everybody same, everybody same. It's, it's performance wise, you have to you have to be different to these guys. And I know Mohammed, you say you have to take the risks, Mohammed. Sorry, Barry, but John Jones became UFC light heavyweight champion at the age of twenty three. You're twenty one. Are you looking to break that record? Possible, I believe it's possible because I had six fights in Brave against not easy opponents also, and um, I mean like age age experience, you know, like skill wise, I know a bit many like featherweight guys, I know who are fighting in UFC right now, I, I I can't do whatever, you know, like I go fight them and I know I can beat them. Many feather featherweight guys, but like I don't even talk about bantamweight, flyweight, you know, so and. Um, and, and I believe I believe I'm ready, you know. I believe. Yeah. Mohammed makes his UC debut versus Cody Durden in the O2 Arena on Saturday, the 19th of March, and it is also live on UC Fight Pass. And everyone is looking forward to seeing that, Mohammed. Uh, when the name Cody Durden came came your way, what did you think? To be honest, I called him out. Um, I called him out. I watched. He's like he was about this Chinese guy, but and. Uh, I said, let's let's do this, you know. He didn't want to take fight at the first, like, as I know. And then UFC told him, listen, if you don't, then you're going, you know. <laughs> he... Yes, because it was hyped to fight already. Everybody was, I, I don't know if you've seen this on Twitter, everybody wants to fight. Yeah. Everybody wants me to smash him, you know, so. And um, and this fight come up and I was like, yes, let's go. I, I, I think the phrase is... Uh... 
say stupid things, win stupid prizes. And uh, it sounds like uh, Cody Jordan uh, is after winning the stupid prize by having the stand across from Mohammed McKayf. Yeah, that's yeah. where we got these glasses, Ross. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, Mohammed, what's it going to be like to fight under the UFC banner in London? It's going to be amazing. To be honest, first time in my life I watch UFC, it's 2016. Norman Park fought against Rust, my, my friend uh, Rustam Khabil, who actually going to be my corner in UFC. Uh, he fought in UFC, remember? If you know yeah, he's in Bellator now, wasn't he? Yes, he beat uh, George Marshall as well. So he's like... Um, yes, he, that that night I remember I was sat on like cheapest ticket up there watching him 2016. It was uh, my like wrestling competition in the morning. Nighttime I went uh, to watch UFC and... Um, it was like amazing. I, I, I said, I'm going to be here one day and I'm not going to see card, you know. And I believed yeah. it, you know. Amazing. I, th- I think, it's like, um, depending on where you are on the card, like, I'm sure you're going to have loads of people coming in to watch it or even watch it live. But also at the beginning when you do the splits as well, that's going to be the most captivating thing for the quote-unquote casual fan to be like, whoa, what is this guy doing? That's like, yeah, I have a feeling you're going to get that Paddy Pimlet just boom, rocket ship like straight away after the fight as well. Um, if anyone disagrees, let us know in the comments and Mohammed will be after you. Yeah. <laughs> and Mohammed, are you going to wear the hat as well? No, to be honest, if you not realize, I, I have stopped like uh, maybe mm. wearing. To be honest, I, I, I did wear since 2012. If you watch my like jiu-jitsu uh, competitions, like grappling, wrestling, I used to wear this in 2012. Like even people didn't know, like it's, uh, didn't even know about Habib much, you know. But now he's become popular and people say, listen, you copy and all this. I said, okay, listen, uh, to, that time it wasn't for copying. That time nobody knew about Dagestan, you know, 2012 till 2018, maybe nobody knew knew it about it, you know. So I wanted like war in UK and I was worrying it when I was young. And then he become popular and then looks like I'm copying, but yeah, so... Don't I worry, just... we'll give you a pair of these glasses and you can wear the glasses after the fight. Yeah. No, I'm no, on no. the John Boy masks as well. Like We have a few of them here as well. Uh, Mohammed, it's, it's it's seven weeks now in the build-up to UFC London. Uh, like, yeah. When does your fight count start or do you even like do you just stay in camp? I'm in camp. Like, I came to Abu Dhabi World Championships 11 o'clock, there's fights, guys fighting. Like I train 7 o'clock in the morning, I train, uh, I eat, I go to arena, watch. Now, now I just finished training, um, Sleep again like this, you know. I'm in Bahrain, only like 45 minutes away, so I'm gonna back, go, gonna go back to Bahrain, carry on with my training. It's no camp, same training. Just what what change for? Why should I experiment something? You know, if I never did, it's always training. Yeah, you obviously love it. Um, we can't we can't let you go as well, but uh, without mentioning the UFC 270 that happened over the weekend, as Devin Figueredo defeated Brandon Moreno. By unanimous decision, and is the champion I, again. Um, what? Yeah, let's ask you about that. Uh, what are your thoughts on that fight? And um, like, how how many fights away do you think you could be potentially like in a main event, uh, headline in Old Trafford? I think maybe end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> maybe end of, end of the year. Why not? You know, possible. Everything's possible. If I find uh, March is good for me, March nineteenth uh, is good because April we have a Ramadan. So one month I'm off and then I'm back like um, August time, end of June, August time I'm back. And then two fights with big hype. I mean, um, UFC Manchester, 
So yeah, yeah. I think I think you're literally about to hit get on a rocket ship and like you, you won't be able to turn around. <laughs> yeah, I, d- I definitely want to see um, uh, Muhammad in the MEN arena as well. I think that that's a, a must happen. Uh, Muhammad Barry touched on it there. What did you think of the Figueredo Moreno fight? Uh, what did you think of the fight in general? What did you think of the decision? And did either man actually impress you from a skills standpoint? Um, to be honest, like Moreno doesn't have wrestling. Like to be honest, he doesn't have wrestling. Like um, if he had wrestling, he could beat Figueredo. Only one part he's missing is wrestling. I mean, wrestling like strong, you know, like with control, with changing position. Example: me against Blaine O'Driscoll, or me against if you watch Abdul Hussein. Example: this kind of wrestling, and. Um, and I think Moreno won, but uh, there's knockdowns also. But to to be to be champion, you have to be champion like really dominant way, you know. Not I think Moreno won, but um, I think it's good for UFC maybe make four fight, could mm-hmm. be good money, and um, that's it. I think. Yeah, I can actually see uh, yourself having a similar rise the way Hamza Chimoyev had his rise. You come in, you're dominant, you keep on winning, and you're three or four fights into your career. And there's all these guys who've been in the UFC for four or five years, and the fans don't care. They want to see this guy fight for a title. I think, um, you know, after Leon Edwards fights Usman for the title, people want to see Chimoyev fight the winner of that fight next. And I think two or three wins in the dominant style, the way you fight, people would be like, Mohamed Mikhaev title shot now. Yeah. 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 If people, if people push, if people vote for me, UFC will do it. That, that's how it works. That's how it works. And of, of course, I have to bring results on the table to Uncle Dana, you know, so. <laughs> and, uh, people behind me, that, that's what UFC needs, you know. And sp- speaking of wrestling, what did you make of Francis Ngannou's wrestling against Cyril Gann? I was surprised, to be honest. I was surprised. And uh, maybe because Kamar Usman was like backstage with him, I think. And um, I was surprised, to be honest. I thought like um, uh, he, he, he's not going to wrestle, I think. But to be honest, five rounds for heavyweight is too... Like, it's too They're big boys. Yeah. Have you have you met um, Francis Ngannou before? No. But I, I think who, who can beat them both same night, I think it's Thomas Pinot. We met him in New York. He walked by us and the sun disappeared. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was an eclipse. Yeah, shout out to Tom Aspinall. He's taking on Volkov in the main event on the 19th of March in the O2 Arena as well in London. Oh, um, by the way, we'll be there, Mohammed, as well. So we'll get to see you live in action. Yeah, yes. we, we, yeah we cannot wait. We're going to the Cage Warriors on the Friday as well. Uh, Ross, we obviously, we're here. We're going to be doing two parts. There's going to be another part exclusively. exclusively exclusively on UFC Fight Pass with Mahabin. So we're going to wrap up this part. I'm going to make sure people are going to have to check out the second part on UFC Fight Pass before we, just before we wrap things up, Ross. Anything else to say? Um, no, guys. Um, make sure to like, share, subscribe to this channel. Make sure to leave a comment on the low, underneath and wish Mohammed best of luck in London. And then head over to UFC Fight Pass to check out the second part of this where we have a bit of fun with the undefeated Phenom. So, guys, thanks a million. And as always, stay energized. Stay energized. Energized, Shaw. Up the Irish. Been sussing you guys a couple of times. I've seen a couple of clips. I think you've done some interviews with Dylan Moran and that I, I, I saw. So keep going. Keep up the good work, guys.